Yo, what is going on, baby? Nathan Kennedy, TNMP, episode 52, why minimalism and personal finance are like peanut butter and jelly. How y'all doing, man? Hoping you guys are having a great weekend. Ask me any question you guys have on Instagram, as well as if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I would love if you could leave a little bit of a review there. Also, guys, really quick, we have our first show sponsor. Very exciting. I want to give a shout out to Grit Labs. Do you live in the GTA area? Do you want to be more active but can't find the motivation to go alone? Or are those workouts happening but they're not really that intense? Well, you need to check out Grit Labs in Burlington, Ontario. Grit Labs is a group fitness boot camp style training and the energy and intensity are like nothing I've ever experienced before. And I honestly go just for that atmosphere and that experience. Also, it's such a loving and welcoming place that really feels like family. I really encourage you guys to try out Grit Labs one week free trial, which can be booked at www.gritlabs.ca. That's G-R-I-T-L-A-B-S dot C-A. Okay, so what are we talking about today? It's minimalism and personal finance and why they're so closely related and why practicing minimalism will surely free up your personal finances. So let's just dive on into it, baby. Okay, so minimalism. Firstly, as I like to do with a lot of my episodes, let's just get the misconceptions out the motherfucking door before we even get into it. Minimalism isn't some hipster fad. It doesn't mean you have to sell everything you own and travel across the Midwest with nothing but the shit on your back. I mean, you could if you want, but that's not exactly what it is. Minimalism really is simply figuring out what you need and what you truly want and getting rid of the rest. It's a progressive path to understanding what truly brings you happiness and fulfillment. What are the things that you truly value? There is no specific one thing that is quote unquote minimalist in my opinion. It's all subjective. The Minimalists is a popular online group and I love the definition that they put in their blog post. Minimalism is a tool that can assist you in finding freedom. Freedom from fear, freedom from worry, freedom from overwhelm, freedom from guilt, freedom from depression, all kinds of freedoms. Instead of viewing the practice of living with less as some cruel sacrifice, consider it a practice of simplicity. Okay, so for the true listeners here from the very beginning of the podcast, what is the first thing that I said in the very first podcast that you need to figure out with your personal finances? It's wants versus needs. Wants versus needs. For the next week or so, every time you make a purchase, just ask yourself, do I really need this or do I just kind of want it? It really helps prime you to figure out what you truly value and again, trim the fat of what you really don't need. There is so much bullshit that is thrown at us these days. So many ads and things like Amazon Prime Day. Like, what the hell is Amazon Prime Day? Like, these motherfuckers literally made a holiday out of thin fucking air so you could buy more. Imagine that. And you know what? I don't even blame anybody because, you know what? If you've never thought about this stuff before, it's hard to actually know that you don't really want it. If you've never trained that muscle of discipline spending, it's a difficult thing. Maybe you've never asked yourself, geez, do I really need all this stuff? So... You know, let me take it back to when I first got into personal finance. Uh, you know, I really got into this and I figured, damn, like, like, how do I get good with money? So I started listening to this podcast called Optimal Finance Daily, which basically narrates popular personal finance blogs. And I also tuned into their Optimal Living Daily, where they talk about minimalism a lot. And it really was a game changer. 
It forced me to question my wants versus needs. It made me get rid of all the stuff that I had accumulated that I really didn't want or need and live off less. It made me start to sell off my stuff, make some pretty good money out of thin air for doing so. And, and honestly, it made me feel so much better. I felt so decluttered and free and I just felt lighter overall. It truly was a transformative moment in my life. And I really started to realize that personally, I didn't really need much to be happy. Nowadays, I love the space and openness and cleanliness of just having a decluttered lifestyle. It allows me to focus on what really matters, like this podcast, my work, my family, my friends, without having to worry about all that extra bullshit coming out of my way. Now, before I continue, I've got to say, with minimalism, I truly believe you can literally have anything you want. You just need to make sure you actually value it. Right? By making sure you're only getting the stuff that matters to you, it'll free up the funds for investing, saving, and easily purchasing those things that you truly value the most. There is nothing wrong with getting a pair of AirPods or that new expensive pair of shoes if that's what you truly value and you get a ton of utility out of it. I really believe practicing minimalism and good financial habits are almost one in the same as they stem from the same root of keeping the stuff and aspiring for the stuff that you know really gives you that fulfillment and pretty much getting rid of everything else. Logically, if you think about it, I mean, if you don't care about it, then why even have it in the first place or why even keep it in the first place, right? If you don't wear those few sweaters in your closet for you know more than once a year, like why are you keeping them? They're just taking up space, right? You know, minimalism is about getting efficient and organized with what you value most in life. And I really encourage each and every one of you guys uh, to have that introspection and ask yourself, like, damn, do I need half the shit I have? And, you know, really get intentional with the way you're living. Okay, so let's say that you bought into this. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm down. Maybe there's some stuff I could, um, you know, get a little bit skinny on and, and, you know, really uh, give this a shot. Right. But how do you actually go about doing that? Well, let's walk through that next. All right, so how do you get started? Well, the exercise I said earlier is a great place to start. You know, begin to question the purchases over the next few days or a week and, you know, really understand what you truly need and what's bringing you that fulfillment, right? Just simple question, right? Like just, you really want it? Do you really need it or you kind of need it? Like just, it helps get those gears turning. Next, and I talked about this in how to make a thousand bucks quick in it's an episode a few weeks ago I did look around your room and your house and ask yourself damn do I need this or is it just taking up space right if you don't really need it or you find it kind of useful but you could live without it then sell it right despite covid Facebook marketplace Kijiji eBay it's still popping if it's closed you could look at Poshmark Plato's closet or you could even just donate it you know whatever whatever it takes just just get rid of it right not only will your home be much more organized and clear you will have some side cash extra dough uh, and you'll feel more intentional about the way you're living and honestly I think you'll feel much lighter third implement this line of thinking to your budget do you have a budget? If you don't, you know, let's let's start there, right? Episode two of the podcast runs you through start to finish how you can create one. When you're creating or touching up your budget, because, you know, you should definitely be checking in on it. When you're thinking about these subscriptions, um, fun money, these buckets of money that you have in your budget, you know, give yourself that breathing room, but try to be as efficient as you can, right? Try to budget for your needs and your goals and, you know, only your strongest wants. Don't budget for something that you only kind of want. If you find yourself really missing it, then you can always incorporate it back. But 
try to be choiceful and lean with your approach, right? So you can make more space for the stuff that matters and reduce what you don't, right? You can spend more intentionally and guilt-free on the things that you love while still managing to pave your way to financial success. To track your budget, I am a huge believer in apps like Mint, which I use religiously, or other automated systems that link to your bank account in a secured and safe way to make your life that much easier. However, if that, you know, you're not really down for something like that, that's totally cool, but just find whatever system works for you and go from there. As long as you're periodically checking in one to two times a month on your budget and progress, you'll be in great shape. Fourthly, make sure your financial system is simple, right? Similar to the above, make sure you are not getting overly complicated. Keep it nice and simple. Keep it nice and minimal, right? We talked about a lot of this in the last solo episode where I was talking about automation, right? It's so key to keep that shit nice and clean, right? Debt payments automated, bills automated, investing automated. Even with your investing strategy, you know, I think it's a good idea to keep uh, a simple mind frame in mind. You don't want to get overly complicated, right? Broad-based U.S. index funds are my favorite thing, and I talk about them a lot on this show. Um, but, you know, I think thinking about index funds in general is, is a very great vehicle to building wealth in a simple and sustainable way. With all of this, what I'm trying to say, and I feel like I've been saying it a million times in this episode, is to keep it simple and keep it minimal, uh, as this is actually going to help you build more wealth because it's more sustainable and more effective, right? Fifth, and you know, one thing I want to mention about minimalism, in my opinion, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to be modest with your goals, right? Think big, dream big, uh, but just make sure you are chasing the things that you truly want and you know you would value, like financial security, time freedom, etc. And shit, man, if you've been dreaming your whole life about a specific car or some material purchase, then so be it, right? But just try to make those wants few and, and focus them. Um, <laughs> broken record here. <laughs> Uh, but make sure you truly value um, whatever you're getting and whatever you're aspiring to and just forget about literally everything else. Okay, my friends, that is all I have for you today. So let's quickly summarize everything we talked about. Number one, minimalism is not just for hipsters. So, you know... (laughs) I can imagine that there's a bunch of different interpretations of minimalism and all this kind of stuff. Um, but really with this, I, I want you guys to understand that it's it's just about cutting down and living a, a simple life uh, that's, that's fulfilled and, and value-packed, right? Number two, practicing minimalism truly is the first step to getting a grip with your money. So again, one of the first things, literally the first thing that I've talked about uh, since I started the show is... Um, getting better with your money and figuring out what you want versus need are are almost one in the same right and so practicing that value of of being more intentional uh, is really really going to lead to success for you Uh, number three begin to implement simplicity into your financial life uh, to actually achieve the greatest results so oftentimes um, maybe in your life or uh, you've realized that when things get really complicated it's it's typically not very effective and usually when it's nice simple and straightforward Um, Whatever you're going after works um, a lot of the time. So keeping it nice and simple will create that sustainability that you need to stick to it. uh, And it's really going to compound over time into great results. And number four, don't be afraid to think big and want more for yourself. Right. Minimalism and ambition are not mutually exclusive. Uh, You know, in my opinion, practicing that simplicity will actually allow you to achieve your goal much faster and more effectively. 
So that is it. I really loved making this episode. It's it's something that I feel very strongly about. Thank you guys so, so, so much uh, for tuning in again. Uh, for every new listener that's you know new to this and this is the first episode that you're listening to, uh, welcome and, and thank you guys so much for everything that you do and I really uh, appreciate every one of you that tunes into the show. So thank you so much. But for now, I am out this mother. Peace.